You are listening to Supporting Supporters, a Change to Chill podcast. This is a free mental well-being resource offered by Alina Health. My name is Tanya Freeman. I'm a licensed psychologist and regional lead psychologist with Alina Health. These podcast episodes are aimed with the goal of providing quick, tangible resources and information from Alina Health mental health providers on a range of mental health topics relevant to day-to-day lives of the listener. We invite you to join us in any way you please, whether you sit back and kick your feet up, or as you engage in movement, your daily commute, or as you prepare for your day. However you choose to join us, we welcome you and we honor your time. Hello there, I'm Heather Crabtree, and I'm a psychologist who works primarily with children, adolescents, and their families. In my work with clients and families, I often partner with schools, and I also hear a lot from my clients about the impact that school personnel have on their lives. This is such an important and valued contribution to these children's lives and society as a whole. By listening to this podcast, it is obvious how much you care about your students and that you want to continue to develop your understanding and skills. Thank you for all you do. I hope this will be helpful for you. Today, we will be starting our discussion on gratitude. This is the first of a multi-part series on gratitude, which is a big topic. In this discussion, we will focus on the impact of gratitude on mental health and on a few other aspects of our lives as well. In the other parts of this series, we will touch on different ways to implement gratitude in our daily lives. Let's begin by first defining gratitude. Now, the dictionary definition of this word is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. In psychology, gratitude is often discussed as the act of people acknowledging the goodness in their lives. In the process, people usually recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least partially outside of themselves. As a result, being grateful also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or sometimes a higher power. So let's talk about the two stages of gratitude. According to Dr. Robert Emmons, the feeling of gratitude involves two stages. First comes the acknowledgement of goodness in one's life. In a state of gratitude, we say yes to life. We affirm that in all, life is good and has elements that make life worth living and rich in texture. The acknowledgement that we have received something that gratifies us, both by its presence and by the effort the giver put into choosing it. And secondly, gratitude is recognizing that some of the sources of this goodness lie outside of the self. One can be grateful to other people, to animals, and to the world, but not to oneself. At this stage, we recognize the goodness in our lives and who to thank for it, such as who made sacrifices so that we could be happy. So the practice of gratitude typically involves two main steps. The first is identifying who or what you are grateful for, and the second is voicing or showing that gratefulness or gratitude to the other person when possible. So I think one question is, what is the purpose of this emotion? People can use gratitude to form new social relations or to strengthen current ones. 
Acts of gratitude can be used to apologize, make amends, and help solve other problems. Alternatively, people may feel gracious because it can be an intrinsically rewarding process. Simply being grateful for being alive is a great way to motivate oneself to seize the day. The idea that tomorrow is not guaranteed is a strong motivator for some people to be their best self today. So what does the research actually say about gratitude? In positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. So let's dive a little bit more into that. So the first positive impact about gratitude is that it enhances well-being. So expressing your thanks can improve your overall sense of well-being. Research has shown that grateful people are more agreeable, more open, and less neurotic. Gratitude is also related inversely, so the opposite, to depression, and positively to life satisfaction. This is not to say that depressed people should simply be more grateful, as we know that depression is very complicated um, and a struggle for millions of people. But instead, gratitude practices could be a part of therapy and a part of treatment for people that struggle with depression. So the second thing that we know from research is that it helps build deeper relationships. Gratitude is a powerful tool for strengthening relationships. People who express their gratitude for each other tend to be more willing to forgive others and less narcissistic. Giving thanks to those who have helped you strengthens your relationship and promotes relationship formation and maintenance, as well as connection and satisfaction. Thirdly, it improves overall optimism. After 10 weeks of practicing gratitude, research showed that people who focused on gratitude showed more optimism in many areas of their lives, including health and exercise. They were more likely to act in ways that supported a healthy lifestyle. It also increases happiness. In one study, people were asked to write and deliver a letter to someone for whom they were grateful. After the task, their happiness levels and life satisfaction were dramatically impacted even weeks later. It also helps give more self-control. A study found that self-control significantly increased when subjects chose gratitude over happiness or feeling neutral. Being thankful can provide us the resolve we need to make choices in our life that serve us emotionally and physically in the long run. It helps support better physical and mental health. Research has shown that patients with heart failure who completed gratitude journals showed reduced inflammation, improved sleep, and better mood. 
They reduced their symptoms of heart failure after only eight weeks. There's been shown to have an overall better quality of life. Adults who feel grateful have more energy, more optimism, more social connections, and more happiness than those who do not, according to studies conducted over the past decade. There's also they're also less likely to be depressed, envious, greedy, or alcoholics. Okay, so um, thank you for sticking with me through some of those uh, research studies. So I think, you know, that just really confirms what makes sense to us is that taking time to be grateful for the things that are going well and the positive things we do have in our life does positively impact uh, our mental health and our physical health as well. And so let's talk about some three take-home points for today. So number one is gratitude involves the intellectual process of being grateful for something or someone outside of yourself, like someone you are close with or a higher power, as well as the action of expressing that gratitude or showing appreciation in some way. The second point is it has many positive effects on a person's mental and physical health as well as connections to others. And thirdly, these effects can last weeks and sometimes even months after the act of gratitude. They only take a few minutes to complete, so this makes it totally worth your time and effort. I just wanted to mention, if you want more brief but interesting information about the importance of gratitude, Google Gratitude and TED Talk. There are many great ones to listen to, and the videos are usually 20 minutes or less. Thanks so much for your time. I hope this has been helpful. On behalf of Alina Health and Change to Chill, we thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We do hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope that you join us in other episodes covering even more interesting topics with mental health providers. As always, you can find the show notes and any accompanying research and tools at the Change to Chill website at www.changetochill.org. In health and in wellness, take care and see you next time.